Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sljana. And we have a cool word that Lisa's going to pronounce. Luca. Luca, like a Luca. Like watch someone like be like, that is, that's definitely not how it's pronounced, Lisa. I know, uh, you're quite the Luca. Someone pointed out, I said three things wrong today. And they were like, one was someone's name. Honestly, I can't be responsible for everyone's name. I did that in Spa Weekend, which we'll talk about. <laughs> I kept calling your friend Margie, Margie, and finally she corrected me and I felt terrible. On the ride home, she didn't mention you in particular, but talked about how a teacher like scarred her in third grade because she refused to believe her name was Margie. Oh. Yeah. It was yeah, harsh. That anyway. is harsh. Luca. I apologize, Professor. No, Luca is about respecting these people's names and how to pronounce them and all the things. So basically, it's another happiness word from our favorite Scandinavian area of the world. Last year, well, actually, it was this year because I think it was 2019. Yeah. We did Huga, Huga. That's right. We like Higgy. We called it Higgy. We did. I kind of like Higgy much Higgy, better. H- honestly, we sound it's our so version. ignorant, but right. like Higgy. Whatever. We Higgy did up. And this one, we actually looked up. Luca is how it should be uh, pronounced. But it's pillars of happiness. Like, why are the Scandinavians so happy? What's their lifestyle? So instead of very comfortable, like with Huga. It was a lot of sweaters and staring out windows and wrapping yourself in blankets and reading. This one was more, what is this strategic look? You like how I throw that buzzword mm-hmm, in there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The strategic look at your life for being happy. And can you tell our audience, who's the person that kind of came up with this concept? Was his name Dan? No, it was Mikkel, Meek, Moke. Well, you look up his real name Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. I butcher it. It was a guy, he was super successful, but his mentor died at the age of, I want to say it was like 49. And it was a huge blow to how he viewed himself as a person with all of this stupid wealth, but he just wasn't getting the happiness out of it. And like his one best bud was gone. So he decided to create the Happiness Institute. Mm-hmm. He put in lots of research about how to be happy. And that's where his good mojo has gone after he's decided to bank the money and invest it now in how to be a happy life. And a lot of it actually is peer-reviewed articles. They're not just, oh, the way to be happy, 22 reasons on BuzzFeed. It's actual legit. Like when do your endorphins go flying out of this world? Like what kind of promotes this stuff? So yeah, he kind of pioneered the little book of Luca. That's the actual book that he Mm -hmm. helped. He said he was very surprised it became a bestseller because he had already been writing articles and so had his group, but they were boring. It was translated into 32 languages. Ooh, I, need to, I, know. I can't, can't even imagine what those 32 languages are. I don't but, know. And would you like to go over the six pillars? I would. That would be a lovely. So there are, according to, his name is Mike. Mike? Mike? See, it's, like, it's not Momo. Okay, honestly, like I want to be so ignorant right now and be like, his name's Mike. <laughs> Mike, Our buddy Mikey came up with these pillars. He's it's, great. It's M-E-I-K. M-E-I-K. Mike? 
Make, 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 make. I don't know. English make. is my second language. <laughs> I'm going to leave this one to you. <laughs> okay. Well, that dude, he's the, happy. Yeah. <laughs> At the Happy Institute. I look him a lot. <laughs> I just want to just make so many puns about You Luca. also went down the rabbit hole of dad's jokes today. Oh my gosh. So, so I expect some of those to like pop up jokes. randomly in this podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay. Six pillars. Six pillars. Here we go. Pillar number one is based on togetherness. So the concept of like a community of trust and purpose. Yeah. So like the world overall is talking about how being alone is one of the key factors in why people aren't happy, stressed, upset, and a lot of the Scandinavians put a lot of emphasis on having a community, whether it be multi-generational families, so you have close by, or just even knowing your neighbors. And that leads us into one of the other pillars. Well, I was going to go with trust. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, was I was like, like I realized I created the segue, so I'll just make like, it up. I was like, why don't you just right. tell <laughs> just us? Just keep going and don't, <laughs> don't guess. <laughs> so trust. For trust, yes. it's more of... When you wake up in the morning and you decide what you're going to go about your day, trusting that the community has your back. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit like all the pillars are slightly tied together. Right. But that trust, uh, if I reach out to a friend, can you help me? There's trust there. Like I trust that you're not going to stab me. I right. also trust that you are probably going to follow through on the idea. They also link this with grandparents helping out. Yes, There's, that's a huge one. Yeah, the little book of Luca talked a bit about bonus grandparents. Oh, we chatted briefly about yeah. this. So it's the idea that so not everyone has grandparents. And in their culture, there's, or even just a program, I can't really say it's all across Scandinavia, but they have a program where elderly people can sign up and be a bonus grandparent and you can ask for this uh, bonus grandparent. They act like one. They almost become part of your family and they get out more. They feel connected to the Mm -hmm. community. And then you also have tying into the next pillar, freedom. So you're tying into getting to know someone, the trust, the community, and then you have the freedom, which we were just chatting with a coworker today about if you are stuck, like no matter how much you love your children, I know Mm -hmm. I talk about my butt monkeys all the time, love them, but I only love them if I'm not around them 24 seven. Right. Yeah. And that's why I think being a stay-at-home mom is so amazing and rough. That's exactly it. Because (laughs) it's amazing that you get through that and still love your children. Right. Yeah. Because you don't get breaks. It's almost like you're on all the time. Yeah. And so the freedom of you and your partner could go out. If you're a single mom, you could rely upon someone so that you just get those breaks that help you clear your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what That's, other pillars we got going on? We got money. Oh, yeah. So like the generosity of giving. An example would be the Bill Gates and Linda Foundation, their, the concept of the giving pledge where the billionaire, where a bunch of billionaires donate a majority of their profits towards like social resolutions like like social injustice type problems to create resolutions yeah 
I looked a little bit into that and I think what blew my mind was how much they are giving as a society. So when I associate giving, I associate a lot with like the church where it was like, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to give like 10%. Oh yeah. The tithing or whatever. Right. Tithing, tithing, tithing. Sure, we're gonna sure. have a you know you do you on pronunciations uh-huh, this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when I saw and I forgot the number, but it was much higher than that, and they were okay spending a lot in taxes as well. So they were they have pretty high taxes, and they're like, oh yeah, no, it's cool, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So that they do. They're really the Danish countries really do have really high taxes. There was a lot. Sorry, this is a little sidetrack, but this is what we do. Mm-hmm. I was on an international flight like light years ago, and I sat next to a guy from Finland, and we started chatting. And I was like, "Oh yeah, like you know, we get tax and stuff." And he was like, "What's tax in the United States?" And I, oh, I don't know. I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> right. And he was like, "I don't know what to say if someone yeah. asked me that question now." It's right. A lot ish. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, like." 70, 75% of our paychecks are taxed. Like they get taxed. Like we get, like we take, they take 70% of, sorry, I misspoke. They basically take like 70% of the person's check towards social programs, but everybody benefits from said social programs. So they get all of these, it's like stuff that you would spend money on anyways. It's like, Goes towards child child care, goes towards healthcare, oh. all of these things. But I think like I miss, everyone is. I on miss board some of that. this, like when they talk about why are the Scandinavian country is so happy, and I think we focus a lot on what they're doing instead of like, oh, well, well, there's a there's a, their government supports a certain type of a lifestyle. Would you trust our government them? to support the same lifestyle? Yeah. No, our but the thing again, it's a it's a size thing. I think. Oh, that's true. Because yeah, yeah. like Finland, Sweden, like and Denmark, those countries are like I think what is I think it's it, I think Finland. This might be a Sljana fact, but it's like population wise, it's the same as like New Jersey or something like that. Yeah, I just expect if you hand something over to the government, that like I mean, look at the healthcare debate. Right. I is and I think you're exactly right. If you compare and like they also have a very homogenous population. Right. So there's also other factors at play. Absolutely. I just imagine whenever Use your geography I see pe- skills. Right. Whenever I see people say, Oh, the government should be doing this, I think to myself, Oh, I don't know that I trust the government with most things. Right. Just because of what it takes to get off the ground. And by the time it's finished, it's morphed into something completely different. Yeah. And you probably had to build a whole program or agency around it. And I'm not sure that's actually like what was initially planned. Right. And it's probably already outdated just based on like how right. much bureaucracy is involved in order to even accomplish something. Right. So. All right. So that's optimistic of us. <laughs> that's money. It's <laughs> money. That's money. The other one is health. Oh, yeah. So health talks about just, well, I mean, I guess specifically for the... They bike everywhere. The Danes, yeah. Biking everywhere. The Japanese, forest bathing. Yeah, you know I love some good forest bathing. And then like the Viking peoples. Oh, what did they do? Oh, they just like go out in the ocean and just pillage? 
So, no, they go to saunas. Like they're, oh. they're you know, like the community really? bathhouses they have. Yeah, they're very big on like hot and cold temperatures to shock body into relaxation. It's supposed and to when have. I think Vikings, that's usually not what I think of. Mm, All right, yeah. Steam, steam bathing. Steam bathing. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then the last one. Did we say kindness? We did not. Kindness. There you go. Did we say freedom? Oh, we did say freedom. Did we say freedom? Oh, yeah, we did. Because I really Just to having great parents. See, this is a problem. We normally have three ladies of leisure pillars. This is six. This is six. Yeah. But some of them are quite esoteric. I'm just going to do a quick wrap up. Six pillars of happiness are togetherness, money, health, freedom, trust, and kindness. It was a lot to keep straight this week. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing great, guys. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I hope you're loving this experience so far. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope you now know how to be happy. Yeah. So all you'd got to do to be happy is... These six things. (laughs) Break it down for 20 minutes. Just write down how the things you're doing apply to these six pillars and you will be happy. So I think my focus area was more community. So like the togetherness, freedom, kindness, and trust. Okay. I fell a little bit off the bandwagon on health and money. Okay. Why don't we go through the things that you did okay. in relation to these six pillars? And, and then in fact, sometimes you played a part in them. I know. Oh my I gosh. can't wait. All right. I'll 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 save that part for last so we can morph into it together. Okay. So I think I talked about when I met a stranger danger couple at the playground. You did. Yeah. Yes. And so this was the couple that we basically adopted because they look lost following their toddler into Aww. the horizon. Mm-hmm. And... My husband was like, uh, excuse me, are you just adopting couples? I was like, they need some help. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so we adopted Eugene and Chastity, these beautiful people. I love the names. Oh my God, you can't make that up. And I love that they were just very open, trusting, very great about engaging us. They brought over a bottle of bubbly for our first little get together. I was like, where have you been all the time? Eugene was very open that I went to Spa World. And I was like, Eugene, you naked dude, you. You naked dude, do I respect you so much. I was like, can you talk to my husband? So, And this was after like two play dates. So like this week that we invited them over and I realized very quickly that Eugene, Chastity, don't know us from like a hole in the wall. They've maybe like, like she's a librarian. Eugene like works local government. It is the bonding and the trust that we need our kids to sleep through the night and adult conversation. And so we agree, we order pizza and on a weeknight we get our kids together and the kids just play. And I realized like, while I've talked about our play dates before, I think it's important to pick up on the trust and community that parents who need other people. That's a survival mechanism. Let's be real. Right. Because One, the community you need, like you're like, I can't spend all of this time with my children. Right. I don't mean that in a negative light. It's simply like your children need to be socialized so that they can have like good growth and all of that yeah. stuff. And know? so friends like Catholic Karen, other people that, you know, just when we need, hey, I need more carbs in my life. Hence Preach. the health, health pillar. I should mm-hmm. work on that. 
And I need just to feel like we're all in this together. So we're having another play date this week. They invite us over pizza. I was like, what should I bring? And they're like, just a fantastic attitude. I love that. Also, let us know if your kids are allergic to anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, okay, great. You guys are awesome. Thanks. So yeah. That is very kind of them to consider it. And my parents came into town and this gets into, I don't need bonus grandparents, but they come frequently enough and it's amazing. So some grandparents I know don't always live up to the high expectations that when I was reading Little Book of Luca, the grandparents were like, oh, we will help you. We'll yeah, the grandparents are really the parents and the parents are just like, we're chilling. <laughs> yeah. And so when my parents come into town, my dad, so he's a, a super smoker. He will take the kids outside so and watch them while they play out in the backyard uh-huh. while he has a smoke break, which happens very frequently. I'm, it's, I'm still fascinated by people that smoke ciggies. Oh, my dad it's is wild. like a pack at least a day or something Ooh. like that. Yeah, no, it's, it, he's probably not that high, but it's close. And my mom amazingly played with Play-Doh with my kids for two hours. That's great. We just had a group effort where we sat down. So my mom and I brought over our polymer clay. You may, maybe oh, remember, remember this from our retreat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we were practicing our retreat techniques while my kids were playing with like all the molds and other things we had. And the kids have never played this well, but it was like this little community bonding thing. Right. Also, Johnny created what sounded like a New Zealand cheer. Oh, we talked about this chant. Yes. I actually asked him where it came from. I might have an answer, but I'm going to start it. Okay. Um, tell just me. so you can have it. So out of nowhere, all of a sudden he goes, ya, ucha, di, 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 di. I love it. Ya, ucha, di, 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 di. So he started repeating that. The two-year-old Eric picked up on it and then we just chimed in because we're sitting there and it's Why catchy, not? right? Yeah. Smart. And my f- father comes in because he was in the living room and he was like, what are you guys doing? And we didn't realize we'd been doing it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and we're like, oh yeah, no, this is our new family chant. I Turns out Johnny said he heard Ya Ucha from Captain America. And I was like, I feel like, Mm -hmm. especially after the podcast episode, Johnny, that I don't remember Yat Ucha as one of his lines. Yeah. And then I was like, and you just added D, 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 D. And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm giving you still credit on that. I'll check with Johnny. Yeah. See what he says. Asking about Yat Ucha. And so now in the car ride to daycare and other things, we've made our family chant where we just do that. I was like, I need a Yat Ucha. I feel like when they do like great things like when they graduate and oh, stuff like yeah. that yeah that's, that's just gonna, gonna be, be what it thing. is yeah and we uh, it was, <laughs> they get married the whole like wedding party will have to chant yeah, it. <laughs> you know do you have this where i don't know if it's like a serbian wedding maybe has it polish and ukrainian weddings we do stoya do you have like a song uh, that you sing my uncles <laughs> do it i don't think so and it's like polish slash ukrainian dance though you have a dance yeah so there's like a wedding based dance where you gather in a circle and there's generally always like a what we call like a tambura band there's generally like a like a brass situation with like violence whatever 
anyways, like you, like most of the, it's mostly the men that do it, but they like gather in a circle. You pick like an opponent and you like run at each other and then jump in the air and bump chests. Oh, it's wild. It's impressive. <laughs> All right. We just have like some random chanting singing. It's kind of like he's like a jolly it. good fellow, but in Polish. I so like that. Out. And I thought maybe they made it up because I was like, Do, does my relatives really know like Polish? Mm. And then sure enough, I was talking to someone in high school and they're like, oh yeah, Stoya. Yeah, Stoya. And we just like sang in the middle of the high school band room like you do. And Brilliant. I was like, oh, okay. Yep. That's Brilliant. Because you were a little band nerd. I, I was a that. band nerd. Mimma tuba. <laughs> 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 so two more events one you took part in so we'll wait on that one mm -hmm. and then the other one was a women's retreat but there were only a hundred a hundred spots available mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so there was a group email that went out to all the losers who didn't make the cut i guess there was like maybe like five like club <laughs> they're like sorry you didn't make the cut and they kept it so it wasn't blind CC. So you could see there were over 60 people that weren't able to make the amazing, beautiful people. Inclusion. Yeah. A pillar, if you will. Good women's retreat. Sorry, not sorry. Mm -hmm. And so the losers started their own sidebar women's retreat where mm -hmm. they would dial into like the major events going on that were broadcasted. But otherwise they had these other ones. I was invited to these seven-minute lightning talks where Great. instead of having one keynote who is so special and wonderful and you know why they're wonderful already, right? you instead nominate someone who should be the keynote and they talk for seven minutes. I'm just, I'm honored to be in your presence. I mean, I was super excited to get asked and I was like, is this just going to be like a bunch of random ladies. Mm -hmm. So it was great. They also introduced you and I was touched. And because I cry all the time, I had to keep myself in check not I to cry. If I was there, I would have cried for you. Oh my God. There were a couple stories that like had me tearing up. There was Brewster the dolphin who what? would just like sidebarred up to someone when they thought they were drowning. And it was like one of those swim with the dolphins. Aww. Brewster was there the whole time. It turns out maybe that lady that was a terrible leader, I was later told. But she gave a great story and well, should be made into a Pixar movie, Brewster the Dolphin. I'm, yeah, yeah, clearly. So when I went, I decided to share a story where I cried at work and We've my, all been there. Yeah, and my super boss Barb was phenomenal, shared when she like had upsetting times cried with me Aww. like was adorable and was exactly what I needed when I took a job in HR and was positive I had ruined my life so Aww. this was great and I said basically seniors need to be kinder one of our pillars mm -hmm. and the people in the room also said similar things like we just need to be kinder to people people should yes. be always put on a pillar and there is emotions behind those people no matter how much of a robot they seem mm -hmm. or how they smile and do a stiff upper lip they might be smiling through the pain so you, you don't always know so that that was my mo but i thought it was interesting because this group came together for a common effort and it was a diverse group of ladies. They were doing their personality tests. It wasn't the Myers-Briggs. It was more of a, how do you react to a certain stimuli type of thing? Mm -hmm. It was fascinating. You know, I love that junk. Of course. And 
I was just really excited to be a part of their group. Very community, very trust. Yeah. Like we said, things that shouldn't be shared like outside the group. Right. And you all created a bond because you were rejected. Right. Well, so And then brought together. Right. And so the funny part is, Barb came up to me later, my super boss, she, and I didn't tell her I was doing this lightning talk because I hadn't decided if I was going to talk about her or not. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've had two people tell me, like, you gave a great talk. I was like, oh, I told a story about you. And I shared the story. And she's like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. Did she cry again? <laughs> she she got, she was like, you could tell us a little emotional day. She's so day. sweet. She's I so love sweet. her. So the last event before we move on to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ladies Spa Weekend. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So it's been going on for 11 years. This is the epitome of a community. It really... Well, first of all, just the duration of this tradition. Yeah. Is amazing. It's like the longest thing I've ever stuck with besides that dude I married and had a baby mm-hmm. with. Two so, babies. Oh, God. I know. Ugh. It's great. So we got a great house this year. This was a, it was a good beautiful. mesh of people. Uh-huh. So I'm always worried about... Will some people not get team along? dynamics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, team dynamics. And so I, I try to curate a little bit, but I also never want to not invite someone. And then this right. year it just turned out everyone was busy. So I had to invite. So 50% of the group was new. We had yeah. 10 ladies. I took them to the middle of Berkeley Springs, West Virginia, wild and wonderful. Mm-hmm. You joined us. I did. I did. It was and great. I have to say that 7 Eleven canned mm-hmm. wine tasting made the bullet journal like it was so good i think it was the epitome of trust and kindness because one of the girls in the group came and said hey i'm really fascinated by what we saw at that 7-eleven because we stopped there like five times and i would be interested in maybe trying one of the bubblies in a can and you full throttle dived in and made it happen. Oh, I did. And you gave the best wine tasting in the world. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. That was my first time, but I've gone to enough Virginia wineries that I could probably fake it till I make it, you know? And you you did a great job. Yeah, I would hire you again. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. But we all bonded. It was an amazing time. So many of us had spa services. We spent the afternoon together. People did puzzle making. Some of us bonded over conversation. We had... The adult coloring books, which was your idea, and that was amazing. So great. I drew, I doodled some of my own stuff, and it's just lady bonding at its best. I agree, and it was so chill. Like, yes, I was much nicer. Dare I say, kindness struck me mm-hmm. afterwards, where I just felt much kinder to the universe. Yeah, mostly my kids Absolutely. and husband, but also the universe. Absolutely. I just like loved like that anything like kind of went. If you wanted yeah. to like, if you wanted to relax, you could relax. If you wanted to go shopping, like you just did whatever you wanted to do. And it worked out so well. But then we all still came together for this gorgeous dinner. I also so love so delicious. That during the dinner, you did one of my favorite things, <laughs> which is Ask people deep thoughts. I know. Oh my God. I'm so glad you did it. That's where I live. And I was like, I don't know if I've made this entire group really uncomfortable. No, it's what I do every time. And I took a backseat and it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. I, it was a 50, it got a 50, 50 response. I feel like. I didn't share mine. I'll share it now. It was the, my best goal was 
this summer of Lisa. Yes. Yeah. I had the best summer I've had in like five years. So I, I guess we should say the question I asked the group was when you reflect on this year, like tell me something that you were like most proud of yeah. or most excited that you accomplished. Yeah. And, and some people like gave their raw answers. Yeah. Like I took a job that doesn't make me cry anymore. That was huge. That was huge. Cause that was basically the story I told at women's retreat. Yeah. I cried at work one and a half months into my job because I was like, oh, Momo, I've ruined my life. I have ruined. <laughs> yeah. And Look then I missed I the gym and everything became better. <laughs> and then we started a podcast. And the end. even better. <laughs> and now I think I'm going to stay in this job until I, they kick me out yeah, of my... Yeah, until they kick me out. Now it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. I loved it. And the one gal said that she turned 40 and she does not give any Fs at this point. Yeah. She is so happy. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, some of the people that were slightly older, maybe ran five Ks and yeah. are doing beautiful things. So I was like, oh, I'm not afraid of 40. I'm going to be so beautiful. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It'll be prime time. Yeah. And I have a chiropractor now to keep me in check. So yes, you it's going to be great. And your kids are getting older. So it's yeah. like, Raise yourselves. <laughs> That's right. Bam. <laughs> all right. Thank you for letting me talk about all my community, trust, and kindness yes, and bonding. Let's welcome. go to you. Yeah. Tell me more about these <gasps> six pillars. They were a lot. Oh, six pillars. All right. Let's start with togetherness. So my togetherness actually started like a little while ago, but it kind of is like coming to this really beautiful space. When I think I mentioned in a previous podcast, when I was on my sick leave from surgery, my friend Chelsea was on maternity leave and she and I never really had a proper like opportunity to just like have one-on-one -on -one time. If you oh. will. And I always like, I don't know. I always like we would in, in party settings, would always generally like chat and then, you know, conversation would kind of like shift or someone would come into the conversation. And then I just like, we'd kind of like, socially like kind of go separate ways a little bit but when we started I like randomly just reached out I was like hey I my doctor said like I need to start walking and I imagine that you're really only walking so we just started walking together and like had great conversation and time yeah, together. Yeah, she blew your mind. Yeah, she's yeah. so You were smart. like my maternity leave buddy. Yes. Like we bonded because our boobs were out in public places like Panera. You uh -huh. had a walking buddy. Yes, that needed exactly, friends. exactly. So she's still on maternity leave as we, you and I know, I'm back to work. <laughs> and I like miss her so much. I was like, oh, I just wish I was with her. Just like walking and living a beautiful life. But anyways, I reached out to her because I really respect and love her. And so I was like, hey, I would love to like see you again. I feel like I'm like dating her. <laughs> I don't mean really, but like it's just the way I'm talking. Hey, anyway, I feel like you're hey, ghosting me. I feel me. like you're my really good friend now and stuff. Anyways, so I, I like reached out and I was like, hey, I'd love to catch up again and like see how you're doing and stuff. And I had... a actually had a little like lady date day with Julie and I was telling her that I was planning on meeting up with Chelsea and she was like oh I'd love to come so we created this like little community <gasps> you made a community I made a little community and we met out for dinner the other day and she brought her baby and we just had like a 
lovely little gathering and bonding of, again, females and babes, little babes, little nuggets. Little trust and kindness going into that. Yeah. Look at you, folding in pillars. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, like, and I think, especially like talking to you and my sister, well, my sister's kids are kind of grown, but I think the big emphasis was what you taught me. And it's, you know, the women that are going through those early stages of like, motherhood so much appreciate having like human interaction. (laughs) So any like little moment or like amount of time that you could offer them, like they're totally down and so appreciative. And so I keep trying to always keep that in the back of my mind because I hope at some point it's, you know, reciprocated in my life whenever that time does come. Yeah. So that was our, that was my togetherness. I also wanted to highlight that from the togetherness standpoint, the Dutch invented a national neighbor day. What? Yeah. It's, it happens at the end of May and they basically like there's a, uh, there's a Dutch coffee producer. He actually started it. I think he like sponsored it or whatever, but basically like his brand is like, it's national neighbor day. Like you should have coffee with your neighbor. And so they like, and the concept is it, it fosters connection and community and you're getting to know your neighbors and all of those kinds of things. So So we've talked about positives. Uh, What I was thinking of is when my preschool is forcing the room parents to be friends with other room parents. Mm. That is not a successful community. I feel like forced community. So I'm surprised like that's working. Yeah. You have to like brand it correctly. But I think European mentality is different because I remember growing up, at least in like Serbian, Bosnian culture, like popping over to your neighbor's house unannounced for coffee was just a social norm. And so we wouldn't pop over to my neighbor's houses necessarily, but we would like give them a call or like stop by and then they would invite us in and we would constantly be outside, especially in like the summer, spring and like Mm -hmm. fall months. It might be more of a small town mentality. Maybe. And I'm also thinking, I was like, how many people do I know in my hometown who also still didn't know their neighbors or were friends with them? So it might be like, Sometimes you look out. But yeah. yeah. So maybe if it's built more into the culture, because yeah, I don't know that that's like a norm. I think maybe I was just privileged to have like such like a close knit neighbor area. Yeah, possibly. All right. All Continue. Right. Money, honey, oh. is the next one. And this is pretty just like straightforward. I just, uh, we had cleaning people come to the apartment. Oh my God. Left a little little extra tip. And I was walking outside the other day, Clarendon, and they had like children's international like solicitor people. And I was like, fine, just take this money. Just take it. (laughs) So that was kind of my attitude too. I was like, I'll tip like my special Peruvian chicken guy. Yeah. And I'll like tip, but I know I've done that before. It wasn't anything like out of the norm. Right. Right. I think it's just like the concept. I mean, I think, I think really what it's supposed to do is you're supposed to donate or tithe or, you know, give back more so than like, extra tips but whatever that we interpret it how we want to so that's right that guy can go buy some bourbon mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. his life is great yep so we're just gonna move on to health so health 
as we mentioned before in other cultures, they, you know, they think about like, you know, in Copenhagen, like 40% of the people bike everywhere they go. There's like a whole sauna culture and a lot of the Nordic countries. Yeah. You know, I love a good spa spa. Mm -hmm. And then the forest bathing in Japan. Yeah. In my particular life and experience, (laughs) I actually just went boxing again. I used to go boxing. Oh my gosh. Pretty regularly. And then I kind of like took a long, long sabbatical from it. And I just decided to go again. It was awesome. I forgot how much like stress relief it provides. I was drenched in sweat. It was just great. So I've had dreams of doing boxing for real. I have like cardio kickboxing DVDs and I love them. Mm -hmm. And I love the feeling afterwards. I looked into getting like a because again, I didn't like group classes until you made me do Sudor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was looking into getting one of those giant bags that you can just kick in your basement. Yeah. They're like super pricey. They are. But maybe you've convinced me that's my Christmas well, present. Well, maybe you also could just come to a class with that's me because I have a free pass. What I also thought was cool and I... You showed me your hands too. You did yeah, real stuff. It lo- yeah, they're kind of jacked up. But It's fine. It's beautiful. What I thought was cool is the coach has this mentality that at the end of the class, everyone lines up and he goes down the line. He either gives you like a high five or a hug or like a, like a dab or whatever. So I don't know. I thought that's kind of cool. Like he appreciates that you showed up for yourself and I don't know, kind of, I think it's just kind, I guess. I, yes. And I'm very impressed because all I had for health was I walk with Slajana now because my back doesn't <laughs> hurt and my foot doesn't hurt. Hey, the end. We are doing things, you know. We're I'm walking like and slow talking, slow rolling into working out again, and it's also candy season, so mm. it's really bad. And candy is everywhere. It's awful. Yeah. Moving forward, I also am so freedom as we mentioned. You know, it's the opportunity. It's uh, in this concept, it's it's like opportunity to maybe do something that doesn't tie you down. I guess the Swedes, for example, are looking into much shorter work weeks, things of that nature, and I have actually kind of capitalized on that. I started teleworking on some of the things that I like need to do via telework. Like I have a lot of computer-based trainings that I just, I, anytime I try to start them at work, I get distracted or I get a phone call or whatever. And I find that it's most effective when I'm just doing it at home without any level of distraction. So big stuff. Good job. Next one, trust. Trust was huge. We went, Johnny's one coworker invited us last year and this year to their neighborhood chili cook-off. But this cook-off is like serious. There, (laughs) there is a trophy that has like names on it of the winners. They take it very seriously. There's a ballot involved. There are medals. That is for reals. For reals. And it's, it, it evolves every year. But it's so cool because they have such a good trust amongst their neighborhood and their neighbors. Like, and each house in the neighborhood is responsible for like hosting an activity of the month. So like oh. next month, this one one of the neighbors is doing 
a cookie decorating contest. Ooh, okay. So like they just have all these cool different like themes and everyone is just very communal and sharing and they all have most of them have children so their children like play and it's a giant it's community. It's just a giant community. It's gorgeous. So it was a wonderful experience. That and, sounds a little bit like where my in-laws moved to in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. We thought that maybe being by themselves out there would be kind of rough, but the complex is similar style people. They have a recipe club that meets cool. every like month and they do book club. And so my mother-in-law has been like super happy and we were very yeah. surprised because we were a little worried for a little bit. No, that's amazing. Yeah. It's very exciting. So I strive that someday we'll, we also will be part of you said, you belong to such something. a community. And kindness, I think I, I demonstrate kindness in just every day. You give hugs to everyone. I do. I really do. I feel like it's just the way to live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't give hugs to everyone. But mostly everyone. <laughs> I mean, during spa weekend, you were a big hugger. I was. Yes. That's true. I yeah. feel like... That breaks the ice for people. It really does. Like, like, especially with females, I think if you like hug a female, she's like, okay, like she's accepted me into her tribe. Maybe I'll <laughs> accept her now. into my tribe. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's like, I don't like to be hugged, but you're forcing me into this. Anyways, but yeah, I, as you, I think example exemplified your one friend was like, I really want to do this. I'm like, let's make it happen. I'll make it happen for you. So I'm just going to claim that as my own. Yep. That's fine. And that is all I have. I mean, this was a solid six pillars, six pillars. We're not doing the traditional LOL pillars. Cause we kind of already talked about it this time. There was yes. a lot of laughing in case you couldn't tell through Indeed. all that. Yep. And Indeed. so, yeah, we're done. We are done and we love you all. So our next word of the week, we will be having a guest speaker in between, but we will also move on to Thanksgiving. We decide not to get creative on a crazy word. No. We're going to go straight for Thanksgiving. Straight for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I think think via Thanksgiving, I'm just going to get fat. So (laughs) I also agree that I'm going to do some self-care and load me up with some tryptophan Mm -hmm. and some turkey and some stuffing. Hit me with the stuffing. Yeah. And just pre... Pre like teaser. We're gonna put butter on our buns this time. Yeah. Oh, butter all over my buns. <laughs> boop, boop. And as a pre-teaser, we are gonna be by ourselves, meaning like me, Alex, and the kids for Thanksgiving. <gasps> Amazing. We're doing like a mini Friendsgiving. So anyone that doesn't have a home, we're inviting over. I love that. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. I There's love gonna it. be weirdness. I'm gonna love it. It's gonna be great. Yeah. There'll be wine. Yeah, there'll be oh pff, so much wine. So, brilliant. All right. Well, this was great. LOL.